Hi, I'm Ali Dara from the Career Advancement Center at Smith School of Business at Queen's University. The Career Advancement Center works with students at Smith to help them launch their careers and find their future through their job search, recruitment, and onboarding. Today we are talking with alumni Kyle Timoshevich, who also goes by Timo. Thank you for joining us. Kyle is a Commerce 2018 graduate working now with IBM Global Services. Thank you for joining us, Kyle. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for coming all this way from, uh, where were you, in Toronto? Yeah, I was in Markham. In Markham, and yeah. uh, for joining us here in the CFRC studio. Yeah, no, it, it was a pleasure to get down here. I took the Via. I love trains. Easy going so far. And you get to see some old friends and colleagues and yeah, I, mentors? Yeah, I've been sleeping this past weekend in the same house that I stayed in as a student. So <laughs> nostalgia galore, seeing some great props. It's been a good time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, can you take me through your career since your internship where you started with IBM too? Yeah, I did my internship after my third summer of school with IBM in a more technical sales role. I went up in my first interview there and basically asked for the most technical sales job I could get, not really knowing what that would entail. And through that process, I realized I'm more business side than I am technical side, but the people there and the experiences I had drew me back to IBM. And so I decided to enroll in the full-time sales training program called Global Sales School, um, otherwise known as the Summit Program. And as a result of that, I had six months of sales training and then I jumped into my full-time role with IBM Global Services on the sales side as part of the hybrid cloud services team. And what made you realize that this was the industry or the role eventually for you? It wasn't an easy process figuring out where I wanted to land, quote unquote, land for my first job. But I think that the curiosity that I've always had, it was really nurtured with some of my mentors, the CAC, my friends. And so over the process of my summers at Queens, first working construction and then working in a more government role, I realized that I really did want to take my business acumen and apply it in the business world. So that was my first learning. And over time, I realized that instead of taking all of the inputs, all the different careers that, that I knew about initially, I did a little inventory check on my personal values and my skill sets. And that process naturally aligned to a more sales or consulting role. And I found that um, then I was looking at different organizations and IBM seemed to check a lot of boxes on that front as well. So it's really a confluence of my own desires and, and skill sets being mapped to a great role and company. And so over the four years of your commerce program that year, as you just pointed out, your path did change a oh, fair amount. Numerous times. Yes. I came in thinking I was going to work for Goldman Sachs. That plan quickly changed. Um, I realized finance was not exactly for me. And also, I didn't anticipate spending my first summer in the program working in construction, but it gave me this wonderful uh, lens and allowed me to sort of experiment with working with my hands and, and really building things. That was a, a great outlet for creation. And so I realized that I wanted to also embed that element in there. And I thought that um, some career paths would lead to a little bit more hands-on ownership and creation than others. So that was another takeaway there. And how did you approach your career search? Searching was difficult at the start because in first year, I really felt overwhelmed. I thought that there's a lot I didn't understand. So naturally, I just started asking a bunch of questions. And more so, I think I reverse engineered the process over time, coming instead and saying, I'm Kyle, I'm good at this and this. 
and I'd like to be working on these types of problems. Do you know of anyone that's working on that type of problem that could need you know, an extra set of hands? When did you start using the services of the Career Advancement Center? So I started, I can guarantee the beginning of second year, and I'm trying to think if it was the end of first year, and that would have been more so driven by I, my resume is horrible and I know it's not where I want it to be. Can you, can you lend a hand? And it was actually, I think it was the end of first year I came with resume focused questions, not really knowing that the CAC could offer the support and the mentorship that I ended up deriving from them. And then I sparked a great couple of relationships in second year. And I still consider um, both the CAC's manager and one of their coaches, like great personal friends and mentors to date. And that was because Every two, two or three months, I would go in and schedule an appointment, either with a resume in hand to go over, but more importantly, that was just an excuse to go sit down and talk about values and life and, and what drives fulfillment and purpose. In what ways did the CAC help you? Mentorship and guidance and just maybe an ear at times? Sometimes it was an ear, but sometimes the ability to walk into the CAC and drop your mask and be vulnerable and authentic, that was the biggest takeaway. And... I can think of a couple of coaches where I still have exercises to date that I go back to now. And they really bring me into my element, help me reconnect to what I believe to be true. And it, it was resume-focused questions at the start. And I will admit that I'm not someone who plays the, like the, the typical business game the best. I will never have the best resume or cover letter. But over time, I learned to realize that I don't need to be the guy with the best resume, I can instead focus on my own values and what I have to offer through a like a human connection. And a lot of that I will attribute to the conversations I had with CAC individuals who said, Kyle, like, don't try to be someone you're not. Let's work on who you are. And they gave me the platform to be authentic. And I am so grateful for that. That's amazing to hear. So you started out with a resume, which I think most probably first and second year commerce students can yeah. understand or they, they would also need that help, but it yeah. can turn into so much more. Absolutely. It's just so wonderful to have the opportunity to sit down with someone and feel I can be vulnerable and there's a lot of support here. Um, let's talk about some of the events that the Career Advancement Center um, have to offer that maybe you were able to take advantage of. Was there any specific events that maybe helped you during your career search? Like uh, our on-campus recruitment or info sessions? Yeah, I, like I said, when I came in, I was just like wide-eyed and I had no idea. So the initial info sessions and any sort of workshops that were made available to go from really like not zero to 100, but like zero to four, right? I didn't understand what management consulting even was. And so making those making those workshops and info sessions with a company like BCG or Bain, like I didn't know what those firms even were, what they did. So that was super helpful at the start. And over time, I did shift my emphasis away from that. I found that I, I would try to find myself in a more one-on-one -on -one situation rather than taking in information. But that's because I, I laid the foundation of, you know, attending those things at the, at the start. Mm -hmm. Are there any specific events that stand out to you that the CAC offered? There were a couple of events. And actually, coincidentally, one that I just spoke at today. I attended Career Mashup as a student last year and then now had the opportunity to come back. And I know that the CAC plays a huge role in that. And it, it comes to demonstrate the commitment they have to engaging alumni, but also opening and fostering like a really honest dialogue. So that was actually an event that I attended in my fourth year when I thought I'd had a lot of questions and answers or an answers to my questions. And even still, it demonstrated that we're always we're always learning and there's <laughs> always something else to be shared and, and considered. 
that's amazing that you were able to come back kind of full circle to uh, yeah, be a part of it from the circle. other side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. What sort of things did you learn about yourself to help you find your f- future? So my approach to setting course and approaching my future initially was, you know, what can everyone else offer me and what's on the table and what can I go out and grab and realize that that's not really the game I wanted to play. So now I approach career in a way that's a little bit more Kyle centric at the start in the way that I want to make sure I have enough time to sleep, call my parents, you know, do whatever I need to recharge. And then after that, I've sort of laid that foundation. Then I can go and take my empathy, my interpersonal skills, the ability to articulate a thought and take that to the marketplace. And so that shift kind of from what can the world offer me to once I'm settled and and strong, what can I offer the world? That was a big paradigm shift that I took away from the coaching. And I'm going to guess some of that stuff you were able to use also in the interview processes too. Were you able to use something? Oh, absolutely. And and that's the thing. I will totally admit that I do not play like the resume portal game very well, but I ex- excel in having an interpersonal connection. And part of that is because being authentic and, and sort of wearing your heart on your sleeve, it's not for everyone, but when you find someone else that mirrors that, like you really click a lot faster than if you go in and ask, like, what's the hardest thing you do on a day-to-day in your job? Like, I understand that question, but I'd rather tell or ask them like, you know, how does work give you a sense of purpose or like what do you leave at the end of the day thinking like yes I I crushed that or are you excited to go home and tell your family like about what you did at the end of the day that's a kind of harder question to answer but I think that that's the type of question I like to ask and, and that's what I really connect with someone over I went to business school because I wanted to have a platform a set of skills that I could bring value to other people with and that's why like I didn't go into med school I went to business school because I still had that same empathy that would carry me through well if I can let that shine and because I had practiced having an open conversation in the CAC, I was able to transfer that into the uh, into the interview room. That ability to be a little more authentic and you know transparent and like empathy is a huge trait of mine, and I'll bring a t- ton of value to organization if I can let that shine through. And if that's not a core part of the job, then like maybe we should you know shake hands apart ways, right? Because I I want to have the platform to bring that forward, right? And so that storytelling piece and being rather in tune with yourself. It takes a little bit of self-awareness and practice, but that was the way that I got my internship at IBM. The reason that, or one of the core reasons I think that they were extending an offer back and I was happy to happy to return. And actually most of, if not all of these summer internships I had were based on personal relationships and being able to articulate sort of why I'm doing what I'm doing and why that would also translate to value for you know my employer, who I, who I really view as like a partner in that sense. And so I think a lot of people probably have the same issue going into an interview feeling like uh, all your information's on the piece of paper on your yeah. resume anyway. And it does sound like you love what you do. So can we talk more about what you do at IBM and yeah. your love of what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I So the whole reason that I'm in the sales training program, I just wrapped that up at IBM. And the reason that I'm pursuing a sales career is because I love people. And I don't mean that like, you know, everyone is my friend and everyone's awesome, but more so that I feel like the human relationships that we form throughout our lives are like one of the most enriching experiences we have. And so I view sales as really like a vocation. I feel like I'm kind of going through an apprenticeship right now to learn how to bring value to other people. I think that's one of the most transferable skills we can learn. And so I'm not 
perfect, right? And I, and I know that sometimes if I'm, you know, on a sales call, maybe I say the wrong thing or whatnot, but I'm learning a methodologies that IBM's developed over decades. So I'm learning that tried and true big blue sales methodology, which, you know, has worked for decades. And then I'm also on my own time reading about sales and tweaking the way that I can ask the more poignant questions and really try to pierce down, not into like if they have budget, but like what they're trying to do in their role at their company to see some sort of transformation. Like that's what I love about sales. It's just a conversation and way two parties can bring value to each other. And I think it's pretty authentic and be a pretty organic process. So how did you get to working at IBM? You said you internship there. So can you walk me through the process of even getting your internship and then eventually getting your full-time career? Yeah, absolutely. I actually love this story. I was attending another Queen's event, the Social Impact Summit here, because at that point I was in the stage of, I have these questions like, how do businesses make the world a better place? And, you know, how do we serve groups that, you know, have these really strong and urgent needs? And so when I was at one of these little mixer events at the summit, I ended up speaking to a woman who said that she worked in fostering and supporting women in tech. And that's a cause that I believe strongly in. And so I just had a bunch of questions like, what do you do day to day to help, you know, bring out education or, you know, foster and, and support these young girls that are looking to enter STEM careers? And near the end of that, I ended up connecting with this woman and realizing that she worked at IBM. And I just had such a great relationship founded in like that 30 minute conversation that we had that that's actually how I became really impressed by this woman. Her name's Krista and IBM. And it turns out that now looking back, like IBM is an incredibly ethical company and, and driven by strong values that I, I believe in. But that process initially was not like hi, I'm Kyle and I'm looking to get into sales or hi, like tell me about your consulting program. I went in and had a conversation like about women in tech. That's a perfect example of like coming in with just curiosity and being authentic. Like, hey, your cause is awesome. Let's just talk about it. I have no agenda and ended up materializing into something now looking back that's like a huge gift and something that we talked about earlier. The sales program is awesome. And I'm really glad that I got to where I am through, you know, leveraging that curiosity. Like it's a huge pivot from, you know, finance, consulting and all of that, but you're always pivoting. If you're curious, then you really don't know what doors will be open, but just walk through them and see where it takes you. And then from your internship, how did you get into your full-time? That process was really easy because I had been able to cultivate a couple of great relationships with my manager at that time and some of the other folks that I did uh, support, whether it be, you know, helping them with their, with their territory or just learning the ropes and, and some of the more technical stuff I did. I had a couple of people that I'd done great work with and they were they basically I think vouched for me I behind closed doors I wasn't in the interview where they discussed <laughs> my candidacy but I think just having like five really close people that that could uh, sort of vouch and and support my interest in the role that made the hiring like the rehiring process really easy and that happened early on in fourth year which was a huge gift too so that's some good advice as well to convert a an internship into a full-time yeah I think that like don't convert an internship into full-time if you didn't like the internship. But that if you can get to the point where you're having this internship and it's, you know, aligned with who you are and resonating with you, then awesome. Like that is, that's so fantastic because now you have, when you go into your full-time opportunity, you already know like what this company brings to you and what you bring to the company. You have some people you can trust. Like that was a 
huge win or a big bonus that I found I had relative to some other people that, you know, took a little bit long in the recruiting process. And I have some friends that pivoted away from their third summer internship and ended up at a role that is really resonant with them. And that's fantastic. But if you're able to do the legwork early on, you know, like what you're, what you're going for, then that third summer internship can be easily converted. And you're just, you're just rolling from, from the day one of fourth year. Now, what kind of advice would you be able to give if you could give students advice? What kind of advice would you like to give them knowing what you now know? So firstly, just breathe. Like it's, it's good. I needed to hear everything's going to work out and be fine. I think that if you've already come into the commerce program at Smith, you've demonstrated to someone else that you're a person of character, you have value to bring. And that in and of itself should be relaxing in the sense that yes, I've already been accepted to a fantastic program and now I'm on a great trajectory. So let's take a second to think about how I want to make sort of life work for me. Because as I said earlier, I was searching for answers the first and second year and I didn't really bear any fruit because I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Anyone listening right now, just please think about how immensely powerful you are and how much value you can bring to wherever you end up going. And I think that if you can take a second to sit with yourself and tap into your values, tap into what actually makes life important to you, whether it be, you know, having work that allows you to have evenings with your family or having work that allows you to build towards a bigger mission. Maybe that's uh, an educational cause or you want to improve global health, whatever that is. Think about it for a second and realize you only get one shot at life. So there's no point wasting time pursuing something that isn't really organic and valuable. Invest in yourself. And that's one of the greatest ways you can. And it sounds like over the course of your four years in your commerce department, um, you really did discover who you were, what you wanted to do. It's always a work in progress. Yeah. It's going to be for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we are always learning. But if you can, uh, if you can. I, I have a short list. I have a little seven point credo that has I developed and it's I'm still developing. But a lot of those points and the, my personal philosophy on life, I attribute to conversations I've had with CAC mentors in the past. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Kyle. Um, thank you for taking time away from your busy work schedule as well. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. I love coming back. And for coming back to uh, spend some time with some uh, old friends and uh, mentors of yours as well. Um, and I should also mention too, you have a website. Yes. Yes. So I write at www.kyletimo.com. Um, it's thoughts on purpose and what drives life fulfillment. So it's pretty, pretty philosophical, but it's a great great compliment to the uh, the business world too. So I I love if people could check that out and give me some some give me some ideas on what makes life really meaningful to them. And for all of the uh, Smith students, you can connect with us, the Career Advancement Center, and help find your future. And thank you to CFRC for providing innovative and alternative programming that enriches and challenges the academic and cultural life of the Queen's University and Kingston communities to empower and celebrate the diversity of Kingston and Queen's through innovation, non-commercial, community-oriented programming.